Welcome to the Bitcoin.com weekly update for July 2nd, 2021. My name is Corbin Fraser, and on this week's show, the late John McAfee's WAC token sees a flash in gains after the appearance of a mysterious website which featured his likeness in a countdown. With the tragic loss of crypto maverick John McAfee this last week, speculation about the real cause of his death, and a bizarre website tied to his WAC token caused the asset to skyrocket, if just briefly. The ERC-20 token nodding to both Jeffrey Epstein's death and McAfee's own suspicions he was being targeted by the US government shot up over 700% in value this last weekend. More intriguing, perhaps, is the website itself that disappeared after just two days, but has been archived by internet sleuths. After McAfee's death in a Spanish prison cell last week, a bizarre website appeared featuring his likeness. The site, BritBongLogPost.com, shows a timer and the words Contingency Plan Activated. Something big is coming. Under the ticking clock, set to approximately 28 days, is written, All the right people are scared, they should be. An Etherscan address for the WAC token contract below the timer seemed to get people all riled up, and the WAC token saw gains of over 700%, reaching an all-time high of just over $0.07 cents on June 27th. The coin has since cooled off and now shed most of those gains. However, while alive, McAfee had alluded to sensitive information on corrupt government officials being released in the event of his death or disappearance. But nothing is forthcoming there just yet, and I guess we'll have to wait until that timer's up. Personally speaking, of course, I'm, I'm hopeful something comes up. Kind of love a good data heist, especially if it involves sticking it to, uh, to corruption. So in the meantime, decentralized exchanges, or DEXs, uh, which are set up to deal in smart contracts and tokens like McAfee's WACT, garnered attention this week as market prices bounced back a little. It may have been hard to imagine for decentralized exchange or DEX enthusiasts just a couple of years ago, but wheeling and dealing on Ethereum-based DEX applications alone now hovers at a volume of around $2 billion daily. It's pretty monstrous. Between Monday and Tuesday, 24-hour volumes for Ethereum-based applications doubled overnight, with leading DeFi projects like Uniswap and SushiSwap also seeing pretty big gains. Binance Smart Chain's PancakeSwap, a separate DeFi network compatible with Ethereum, uh, registered above $448 million in the same time frame as Bitcoin saw a recovery of over 9%. While Polygon, one of the most popular L2s for Ethereum, has also seen explosive growth and data shows that their DeFi-friendly network is now 148 times cheaper than BSC and 2,401 times cheaper than Ethereum with regards to fees. The liquidity being pumped into these DeFi applications bodes well for the future of non-custodial exchanges, especially considering how rapidly the space has grown. Expanding from a mere $3.5 billion to over $67 billion in monthly volume alone in the space of just a year, the colorful branding imagery of unicorns, pancakes, and sushi these platforms employ is, is not without its uh, real economic magic. The popularity of these automated market makers is testament to growing demand for financial services that don't require big banks, big governments, or big institutions. Of course, financial regulators aren't always fans of this type of freedom, no matter the lip service they may give it, which leads us to some regulatory news about Binance. Even centralized exchanges can't get a foothold in some places, uh, like the UK, for example, where Bitcoin.com news reported this week 
that at least 64 crypto firms have now withdrawn their applications for approval with the country's Financial Conduct Authority. Only six have been deemed to be, and I quote, uh, fit and proper by the group. Uh, the United Kingdom's FCA banned Binance from operating in the country on Friday, and just this week Binance also had to say bye-bye to Ontario, Canada. It's been an interesting season for crypto adoption. Seems like one government accepts the stuff with limitations imposed, of course, and then another one just swats it down and says, we'll have none of that. So in the latest addition to this centralized saga, Binance has now bid farewell to the Canadian province of Ontario, which is the province where Toronto lies and Ottawa. Uh, in an update to users on Saturday, the leading exchange service noted that Ontario has now become a restricted jurisdiction, advising users to close their positions uh, the update reads, Regrettably, Binance can no longer continue to service Ontario-based users. Back in March, the Ontario Securities Commissions, the OSC, had urged exchanges to discuss compliance or face potential legal action, arguably looking to avoid all the legal red tape and hassle that comes with operating in such restrictive places. It looks like Binance just decided, nah, we're not having that. So the exchange is not alone, however. Uh, this week, the OSC also accused Bybit, registered in the British Virgin Islands, of offering illegal securities and derivatives to Ontarians. KuCoin and Poloniex uh, have been in Ontario's crosshairs in recent months too, and crypto derivatives exchange BitMEX left the region back in August 2020. So this is kind of me just saying, boo, Ontario, not a great look. It's really not a great look for Canada. You're making us Canadians look bad. Get it together. And that takes us uh, to our final story of the day, where we find Iran now counting 30 authorized crypto mining farms in the country. The Iranian Ministry of Industries, Mining and Trade has reportedly licensed 30 crypto mining farms to date, according to official date from, data sorry, from the uh, group, with more possibly coming uh, on the way. The highest concentration of these licensed facilities is in Semnan province, an administrative region east of Tehran where six mining operations are currently located. Authorized crypto mining has been legal in Iran for two years now, but issues with unlicensed miners and power shortages have made the nation's relationship with mining digital assets kind of a rocky one, but a controversial issue not only uh, domestically, but internationally as well. Bitcoin mining was uh, cited earlier this year by an Iranian presidential think tank as a way to avoid political sanctions from Western countries and to establish contact with the open market. So it's quite interesting to see a centralized authoritarian government leverage decentralized permissionless money uh, to avoid other centralized draconian powers like the US or Ontario. It's, uh, it's mighty, uh, mighty military industrial complex in the, uh, in the US. So yeah, you, you just can't make this stuff up. It's pretty, uh, pretty exciting. So for the time being, however, all cryptocurrency mining is temporarily banned in Iran, sadly due to blackouts and power shortages. Uh, the ban will last until September 22nd. But lucky for you, trading cryptocurrencies privately and permissionlessly, and even making new coins is all possible without the approval of anyone else, thanks to things like decentralized exchanges and uh, easy-to-use non-custodial vaults for your money, like the Bitcoin.com wallet app. Which, uh, yeah, download yours today and check out the power peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash. Go visit wallet.bitcoin.com to get started. You can buy Bitcoin for as little as $30 to kind of get started. And uh, yeah, as, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell notification to get notified on our next video. Have a terrific week. Thank you again. Bye-bye.